0: And I
1: love Bye! Bye. mm
0: for the beautiful beautiful spread the uh, scotch and bourbon is donated dedicated by the silver family in honor of the return of Avraham mordechai mm-hmm. back from, uh, we are looking for sponsors mir Hashem, for future weeks you could see us real if you'd like to sponsor the uh, scotch and bourbon lavdala right uh, right the indicedish you know Hashem a little bit uh, Near Lamar, whatever, whatever this is this is a very this is a very Heimische crowd over here. Whatever whatever it is. Mostly. So let's um, so let's begin. Let's begin it's a schos bar Hashem to get together on Arab Shabbos, Incredible schos to be able to prepare for the Yom Tov of Pesach together. We began last week. We began last week in the Chalban and we we're speaking about in the Chalban the beautiful idea we did the first piece. In the Chalban, So, again, for the Chabra that's new, in this year, Thursday nights, we started as a Chasidushay, we did some of the Labavitch some Rabbi Nachman, and then we transitioned to the works of the Chalban. The Chalban was one of the greatest Mikubalim narratives. Israel just passed away not so long ago. And uh, the Chabra that's been learning his Torah knows that there's just something, there's something Mashunadic about the Chalban's Torah. There's just something different. I don't know, maybe Nechemya said it to me last week that if you know what I was saying, when the Chalban writes, he doesn't <laughs> quote any Maramakomos. Right? There's no like, there's no source. There's no this. There's no that. It's almost devarim hayotzim min From from the Chaban, obviously, it's all from Torah. It's all you could. There's no sources for everything. But lamais, that's not this kind of sefer. That's not this kind of limud. It's ultimately a, it's a torahs hanafshi It's just a different kind of torah. And those of us who have been Zohar to over the last couple of weeks, see how the Chabana is such a unique and beautiful Darach. And we saw last week that the Chaban spoke about the idea that in order to experience the khairus, in order to experience the freedom of Pesach, one has to first go ahead and put themselves into... So happy you came. We'll get you on the tail end. You weren't sure that they were here? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did send it out late, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so we saw the Chaban spoke about the idea the Chaban spoke about the idea that um, that no, no, no. T- 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 uh, it's very important. I need him to be happy. I need him to be happy and like well well cared for. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the chaban was speaking about the idea that in order to go ahead and come out of the shibuk, in order to come out of the of the slavery, so, excuse me, in order to experience the khirs, in order to experience the freedom, a person first has to put themselves in Avdos An incredible Yisod you have to willingly go into avdos. What does it mean to willingly go into avdos? That a person has to be willing to confront their failures. You know, the chaban pointed out that we spend so much of life running away from our faults and our failures. We spend so much of life pretending like those faults and failures don't exist. And we make up excuses and we just ignore. But the truth is, says the chaban, if you want khairus, if you want freedom, the first step to freedom is avdos. There's no such thing as chirus without avdos. person has to be willing to go into their mitzrayim. person has to be willing to be yore, to go down into their shibud. person has to be willing to confront their faults, their frailties, their difficulties, their averus. And only once I'm willing to confront, and only once I'm willing to really own it, and to say, I could okay, I made mistakes, but I'm ready to do things differently. Only once you're willing to engage your shibud. Do you have the opportunity and ability to really go out into Kheris? That's the Chaban taught us last week. We're going to continue a little bit. There's so much I want to do, but this is our last year before Pesach. So I want to, I want to share with you on page Chof. on page Chaf on your sheet, which is the first sheet here. And we'll say, you know, we dedicate our learning, of course, in the Sechus of all of Yisrael. And we hear the news that comes out of Eretz Yisrael tonight, a terror attack in Tel Aviv. And Eretz Shabbos, Kodesh. And you see, we see a world in which there's so much upheaval, so much upheaval. Not, not a day goes by that there's not some, there's some dramatic upheaval event. And all of this happening, again, on the cusp of Zman Zmanchir, on the cusp of Pesach, a time of such dramatic change. There's a, there's a Koach in this world. Kish Baruch was trying to tell us something. What it is, we have to try to figure out. But one thing is clear, that when you see the world changing so dramatically all around you all of the time, then it's a whispering in my ear, if the world could change, so can I. If everything in the world as we know it, which is really, if you think about it, what's happened over the last two years, between pandemic, Ukraine, leaving aside what's happened, not leaving aside, look at everything in Eretz Yisrael, the terror attacks, the government, all these things, is upheaval in every corner. And if there's upheaval in every corner of the world, then it's time for me to start an inner upheaval as well, to try to figure out what needs to be right, what needs to be corrected, what needs to be redone, what needs to be remained. with that, let's begin. So the Chalban says something incredibly beautiful over here. He says, everyone has uh, enough sheets? Well, there should, there should there's be, there's no, still no more in the middle, if anyone needs. So look at what the Chalban says.
1: <coughs>
0: Chalban writes every year, <coughs> He says, you know, every year, the Seder only lasts a couple of hours. So know what you're thinking to yourself. <laughs> Halavai, right? Halavai only lasts a couple of hours, right? The Seder, right? The Seder, the seder lasts a couple of hours. He says, mm-hmm. If you think about, right, how much, whatever, however long your Seder is, but when you compare how long the Seder is to the rest of the year, the Seder is just a, a minuscule part, right? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a couple of seconds compared with the rest of the year. Yet he says, He says, will say, if you were to ask a person, stamp a person, tell me, what's the impact that the Seder has on the rest of the year? So be what would a person say? What's the impact the Seder has on the rest of the year? Not much, negligible, right? Why? Because think about it. Let's say your Seder goes for four hours, five hours. So four hours. I don't know how many hours there are in a year, but are many, four hours, five hours out of an entire year. Is a tipos, it's nothing. It's a little drop. It's nothing. So obviously the Savior can't have so much of a dramatic effect if it only occupies such a few number of hours. Yet the Chaban says, Yet he says, But here the Chaban says we have to understand something very important. So ultimately, again, the Chaban says here we have to see the difference between those things which occur v'chitzonius externally and those things which occur in panemius I if you remember again when we were learning Hakitsu veranenu, so everything in Akitsu veranenu was all about panemius and chitzonius so remember again in Hakitsu veranenu, panemius v'chitzonius remember again this little chazara how did the Chaban explain panemius and chitzonius by chitzonius? good chlal versus the yachid right the chitzonius, is my avoda as a yochid. The panemius is my avoda as part of the klal. Here the Rebbe is using it in a little, Chaban is using it in a little bit of a different context. He says like this, Ki Ha'olam le panemius The world is divided, I was saying, between things that are panemius. Now again, panemius is one of those words that we know what it is, but it's hard to define it. Right. Well, he's going to define it in just a moment. But the world is the world is there's a distinction in the world between the penimius, the inner things, and the external things. A person is the same way. Every person has panemius and chitzonius. haAdam he What's your panemius? Your panemius is your neshama. But if you notice the question of the Chaban, he doesn't just simply say, Neshama, what does he use? Sod Neshama. Again, without getting into all of this right now, but I will say there's, not only do I have a Neshama, but there's a Sod, right? Sod, Sod can mean a secret, Sod could also mean a foundation. There's a foundational element of my Neshama that is pure, that is holy, that cannot be corrupted, that cannot be tainted. So my Paninius, I have a Sod Neshmaso. Vachitsonius, he Sod kochosav of Hagiluyim. Shabbos say "Look! Look at this. In just a moment, my paninius. Yes, I understand. That's my neshama. What's my chitsonius? What's my chitsonius? These are my revealed Kochos. Now, what are my revealed kochos? Says the Chalban: Shem yeah. sichlo v'dayto machshavosav rigeshosav gufo ve'ibarav." So it's interesting because you would have thought to make the order a little bit opposite, right? What's my chitsonius? My Chitsonius, of course, is my body, <coughs> my limbs, my physicality, my physical strength. But included in this list, the Chaban also puts in there v'dayto, your intellect. Well say, isn't this incredible? In the Chaban's model, mm-hmm. intellect is not part of Panimius. Intellect is part of Chitsonius. My neshama is my panemius. My sechel, my wisdom, my intellect, my understanding, my mind, my brain. That's grouped together with my physicality. Those are all things that are chitsonius. He goes on, he says, Ha chitsonius mevielide de is ha Keguf Now, of course, the chitsonius is very helpful. Because what does the chitsonius do? The chitsonius allows the panemius to have expression. Because we'll say, think about this in just a moment. How does my neshama interact with the world? Right? How does my neshama interact with the world? What's the answer? Through my body. Right? That's why ultimately Yiddishkeit, Judaism, is not an ascetic religion. Right? We don't believe that the pathway to God is paved with physical privation. Right? We don't believe in, in afflicting ourselves physically. Because we believe that the guf is kadosh, the body is holy. Because the body itself is the vehicle the expression of panemius. I could have the strongest, most beautiful, most healing neshama, but if my neshama has no way to express itself in this world, then it's stunted. So, so the, the chitzonius, the chitzonius, the external aspects of me, give expression to my panemius. He goes on, he says, ha Hakitsonios, ha chitzonius, he says, he The he says, so, wherein lies the fundamental distinction between Panimius and Chitsonius? Where does that distinction lie? The Chaban posits in Zman, in time. In time, meaning what? Ha-Chitzonius nisuna tachas hazman. Vat halichim ha ba itim umidudim. But say listen to this incredible yisod. Chitsonius is subject to Zman, subject to time. Let me give you an example. What's a good example of this? So remember again, in the Chalban Zmala, I want to point out that's why you have to buy into this hashkafa, because the truth is not everybody would agree with the fact that Seichel is Chitzonius and not right? Right? What are you going to say, Nechemiyah? Sh- oh, spoken like a true misnagid. But I'll <laughs> <laughs> tell you how. I'll tell you how. We're going to see it. <laughs> l'chaim, 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 l'chaim. Emir Hashem. Nechemiyah, <laughs> no one is beyond salvation. That's what I want to start with. Right? That's yeah. the number one. <laughs> well. yeah. I'm sorry? Even feelings. Which you would think is more than Oh, correct. So I want to point out even feelings, right? Remember, again, feel- emotions, he's also saying, are chitonis. So again, hold on. We're going to get to this. There's a lot of lip marks there. Yeah, it's okay. This is Kiruv. This is Kiruv here. I want to be clear. That's why we have food, we have drinks. Regular. This is like a page out of the Chabad playbook over here. This is, uh, this, I have a Tefillin booth set up outside over yeah. here. So, so I'll tell you something amazing. Yeah, for everything. So, I'll say, so, let's first accept his definition. So, his definition of panemius is in the category of panemius, according to the there's only one thing: minus Shama. Everything that's not minus Shama by definition is chitsonius, including my physicality, which is obvious, but even my thoughts, even my emotions. Okay, we'll, we'll get to all of this in just a moment. The Khaban says wherein lies the fundamental distinction between Panemius and chitsonius? And listen to this, he says, Chitsonius is subject to Zman. It's subject to time. It's interesting, the example he gives about say if you look, he says, Sichlo shel Adam, umidosov So it's interesting, I would have thought he would have given a different example. The example he gives is Seichel, intellect. We'll say it takes time to develop intellect. It takes time to develop mature thinking, right? It takes time to go ahead and develop cognitive constructs. It's interesting, I would have thought he would have started with a much easier example, which is physicality, right? It takes time for a baby to grow. Everything that is he probably is using seichel because it's a bit more nuanced. Everything that's chitsoni requires man. Right? So again, my body, my body doesn't grow all at once, it takes time. My seichel doesn't grow all at once, it takes time. Sa'ad akart sa'ad, step after step. Bitios, small amounts of time. Hole cha'adam va ole Chitsoni is, is is really subject to timing incremental growth. will say watch this. Say, Lumazos ha pneus need service mi Allah's man. says the khabam but Panimius Panemius is Me Allah's medieval- man. is not subject to time. Panemius is above time. He says, for example, Bebas achos Mavrik ba or chodosh miziv elyon. Shafa Kodesh Haba Mimiromim. Sillabose in Panimius, you know Rivkuk. Rav Kook has this in Orosa Chuva. Rav Kook speaks about this concept of chuva Hadrogis and Tshuva Omis. Tshuva Hadrogis, right, like Darga, is incremental Tshuva. Incremental chuva, if you think about it, that's like the chuva of the Rambam. And Chuva, Right, first there's Hakara Sachet, then Harata, then Aziva, all the, all the different pieces, Kabbalah, Allah, all the different pieces. Rav Kook says there's another form of chuva. It's called Tshuva Omis instantaneous tshuva, instantaneous tshuva, where a person ultimately again decides on a dime, decides on a dime that they're going to be someone different, and they undergo a complete metamorphosis, a complete comprehensive change in a moment. See, I will say, let me ask you this, can you do that with your feelings? Can you do that going from one feeling to a polar opposite feeling in one moment? What would you say? Maybe? It's
1: possible. Yeah.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. What you could do is, you could fake it. So actually, I was going to say, the, the, tr- the truth is, the truth, right, Barshat, we had today's daf. So the truth is, sometimes when people vacillate so dramatically between mm. moods, that's often, that's often indicative of maybe something's wrong. Because human nature is that moods are transitional. Moods are transitional You know In fact Moods are transitional So I can be sad And I can become happy But the notion of Being fully sad And then being completely Unequivocally happy In the next moment It doesn't happen And it makes sense It makes absolute sense Why? Because emotions And feelings Are chitsonious. And anything that's chitsonious What? What? Requires zman Requires zman The only thing That doesn't require zman In this world Is for your neshama to change. It's for your eponemius. That is able to change in a moment. That's ultimately, again, that's what? That's what Rav Kook called Chuopatomus. But again, you don't have to go to Rav Kook. But it's already in the Gemara. Right? What is the Gemara? Say two examples of the Gemara. Ha'omer li Isha. Hareat nikudashas li aminas. Shani tzadik gummer. Greatest pickup line, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Become mikudeshes to me, right? Become a on the condition that I am an absolute tzaddik. I'm an absolute tzaddik. What, what does the Gimara say? Oh. What does the say? It's a Afilu Rasha Gomer Mikudashas. Mikudashas. Mikudashas, The we're talking about. If you know the guys are Russia, I will say, by the way, you can make kiddushin with it tonight. You could betroth them and say, I'm, I'm marrying you on the condition you give me a million dollars. You could do that if she gives you a million dollars and you're married. If not, you're not. So you, you, you can make kiddushin on it tonight. So a guy says, marry me on the condition that I am a tzaddik. By the way, not just like a kleiner tzaddik, Klein just like a little tzaddik. Tzaddik gummer. Right? Go big or go home, right? At the end of the day, right? Become, I, 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 I am a tzaddik gummer. I'm a tzaddik gummer. The Gemara says, even if you know the guys are Russia, the guy is a rasha, Why says the Gemara? Is he know what Lush of the Gemara is? is Shema, hear her, Shema, hear her, I was, What does hear her mean? I thought he, thought. I thought. he thought. thought about chuvah? So, I mean, I think about chuvah all the time. No problem, I just don't execute, right? But I think about it all I right? can't stop thinking about shuva all the time. I say, what do you mean? So, so, what if he thought about shuva? In other words, if you answers me that he did shuva, Okay, then he's not a Russia gummer anymore. But Shema, hear her B'tshuva. how does that work? So, a guy who's a Russia gummer has a hear her Tshuva, a thought of Tshuva, an inner desire to do Tshuva, doesn't change anything about his lifestyle, doesn't change anything about his behaviors, doesn't change anything about anything. And now suddenly she's making kudash, that's what the Chalban is describing. It's getting from the Gemara. Because what Chazal are teaching us is the ability to affect comprehensive, cathartic, instantaneous change is possible. It's possible. You could change your panemius in a moment. Your chitzonius takes time. Chitzonius takes time. Emotions take time. Intellect takes time. The way I think takes time. Growth takes time. E- everything takes time. But you want to change the mahus of your panemius? You want to change your neshama, your panemius into the panemius of a tzaddik gummer. You could do that in a moment. You could do it in a moment because panemius is not governed by time. An incredible, incredible yisod. There are other examples of this. The Gimara also says, by the, uh, by the so, uh, story of Elazar Ben-Jurjah, Bachi Rabba, Right, Rabba, Rabba cried, he said, Yesh kana olama b'sha'achos. What do you mean, Yesh kana olama b'sha'achos? A person could acquire their world. It could be olam abba, it could also be this world. A person could endow meaning to their entire life. In one moment, what's the p'shat? Because by Pinimius, it's lamalam min azman. When it comes to Panemius, you could change anything and everything without time. It's L'malamin azman, so the Chaban goes on. He says, Lashon of here, is so beautiful, at the end of that first paragraph, Bevas'achos, in one moment, Mavrik ba or chadash mizivelyon. Both Lashon is so beautiful, Mavrik ba, literally there's like lightning. There's like a light. There's like lightning of a bra- of, of, of a celestial light. Mavrikba, this beautiful light, this or hadash that comes from above suddenly illuminates inside of me. Shefa kodesh habamim romim, a flow of divine energy. berega achos Oh, so I'll say now what happens. Just to understand the flow. So what happens after you have that change in your panemius? I'm going to say, where does, where does the panemius energy go? Where does it go? Where does it go? It trickles out. It trickles out. So the way ultimately, again, chitsonius changes is that it has the energy from the panemius. But the difference is, whereas the penimi change is instantaneous, instantaneous, ultimately, again, the chitsoni change is gradual. It's gradual. So
1: having two work together. I'm sorry. Does one squash down the
0: other? I mean, it's it grows, but it's coming. It, it does. The they just don't go at the same pace. Yeah. See what happens is—it's it's almost <clears> as if, <throat> as if you could imagine, trying to think of like a good muscle. You, you, know what it's like if you could. This is not a good muscle, but it's something that's coming to mind. If you can imagine, if you have a wick, <clears throat> if you have a wick. And you have a clear, like the Gemara Messiah Shabbos describes this this nair that works this way. Imagine you have a receptacle that holds oil, right? And the oil drips down into a smaller clea, and the wick is here. The wick is here. So when you look at the top clea, everything that is necessary is there. The clea is mully, But yet, when you look at the bottom clea, the bottom clea is not mully, But the bottom clea is being fueled. From the upper cle so it's only coming in, drip, drip, right? Tipa, tipa, it's only coming in. So this clea is still not fully there. Still not fully there. The truth is, you can make the hole a little bit wider. It can fill up a little bit more. So I think that's that's the nimschol. Meaning, this is the nesham. I mean, this is not the neshamah, but you understand, know, so, right? Otherwise, that that is bad, people. bad example, bad example, yeah, yeah. right? Right, but, right. For some people, it is right. right. So say, like, see, so, so you, you understand, of course, that. The, the penemius itself instantaneously changes and then the energy amassed in the panemius is ultimately, again, what fuels the chitzonius. But the chitzonius is fueled or the growth in the chitzonius really only becomes apparent over time. He goes on, he says, <laughs> so we'll say this, And here's the operative line. This is why it's important to remember... Or she You could have a light. You could have a light that immediately and instantaneously transforms the panemius. His galuso shanim rabos. Rabos that light, which instantaneously transforms the panemius could take years in order to influence the chitzonius. That's the relationship here. So, say, so once again, we have our definitions, panemius and chitzonius. Hi, panemius being the neshama, chitzonius pretty much being everything else. The fundamental distinction, panemius could change instantaneously. Chitzonius could change, that change is fueled by the panemius, but that chitzoni change often takes time. But say look at the second paragraph. and here's what you have to understand, says the chalban, Shapnimius hihaker. I will say, what's the ikar of a yid? What is the ikar of a yid? The ikar of a yid ultimately, again, is his panimius. It is his neshama. I will say, what, what, what more? What is more important in this world than my neshama? Like right? Everything else, if you think about it, it's a little bit of an overwhelming thing to think about. But everything else I have in this world comes and goes. I right. so think about this. Person has relationships. Are relationships important? Relationships important? Yes. Good. I would expect everyone to answer this in the same way, right? Yes, relationships are incredibly important. You know what the incredible thing about relationships are? You can't guarantee if you're gonna hold on to that or not. For a variety of reasons. Sometimes people pass away, sometimes relationships don't work out, sometimes people change a whole variety of things. So what's important? Your profession? Your profession? I go to many Levayas. I go to many Levayas. I have yet to be at a Levaya where, ev- where they closed up the office and everyone from the office came to the Levaya, right? In other words, I, I'm sure it's happened, but Lamaisa, your coworkers are wonderful. I'm sure they love you. They're fantastic. Everyone's replaceable. No, no, no one is irreplaceable. No one's indispensable within their career. Family, family is incredibly important also. But Lamaisa, again, even family. family there's no guarantees what you can hold on to, what you can't hold on to. The only thing in life over which you have complete shlita and is yours for all eternity is your neshama. And it's always yours. It's always yours. And therefore says the chalban, panemius he ha'ikr. It's not saying the other things aren't important. Of course, everything is important. Our relationships are important. Our professions are important. Every Everything is important. But what's the ikr? What's the ikr? The ikr has to be the one thing. That is the only constant in your life. And that is your neshama. Does the neshama actually change? The words are seichol, meaning the difference between Salaam and Rasa is really, is, is I guess, gate through, through action, right? Do a positive thing, right? Meaning the neshama in its essence, does that ever actually change? He seems to say that it changes. Now, what that change looks like, the okay, remember, how does the Chalban mm-hmm. describe panemius instantaneous change? He describes it as a blast of light. Like a blast of lightning that's illuminating my neshama. So I don't think it means that the neshama goes from ra to tov. But I think more probably what the neshama goes to probably is from inactive to active. From dormant to alive. Because sometimes, like lahavdil, the neshama could go into sleep mode. It's on. It's there. It's working. It's doing its thing kind of behind. But it's in sleep mode. It's, it's, not, it's not driving anything. When a person undergoes that panemius change... By definition, the neshama is awakened. It's really just me getting more in touch with the neshama, where the neshama is overriding the ones. Correct. I don't. I don't even know if it's over. I don't even know that it has to be overriding. Because remember, the chaban is saying it's the neshama that fuels everything. So this is not like a typical, you know, Hasidus concept where there's a clash between, you know, penimius and chitzonius, between Seichel and Neshama, and I need the Neshama to win. That's not, I mean, Chaban says that also, but that's not what he's focusing on over here. What he's focusing on over here is the Icar of me is my penimius, is my Neshama. The Neshama could change. Now, what does that change mean? He's describing it almost like, I would, I would want to use the word, almost like inspired. Like what he's describing over here is that when a person decides to focus on their panemius, they wake the neshama out of sleep mode. Suddenly again, there's this lightning bolt of divine energy, and suddenly the neshama is awake. So the Chavan goes on, he says,
1: Ki berega, shofia
0: ar b'panemius, <laughs> azay kol talich hazgalos hurak inyan shal azman v'lozulos. Ki kvar hukva ha-shafa ba-odam besod panemiuso. Ma she'enkin, im ha-ar adayin lohir so ultimately, again, once my neshama is awakened and that light of Akkadish Baruch who is inside of me, then it could go on to go ahead and awaken the guf as well, to do things with the, with the chitonius. But ultimately, again, before that light is activated, that light remains with Akkadish Baruch, away from me. Zehu Yisodi Vishorashi Ma'od asher mabit ala ulamos be mabat rachava omuk The colal es haponimius vachitonius ke echad moshal abar az mayim shenimca berosh migdal ligavo amood berrega sheniftuchu ha mayim lemala as we're supposed to go on a little bit so skip skip a little bit skip a little bit to um skip a little bit to skip to the last paragraph So ze Remez Bibsuki actually, no, skip the page, Chapalef. Vinovin dovergodl. Ki kalmer chave haolamos benuyim besod panimius ve chitsonius. That panimius bao besod So i we'll say, now listen to this. This is actually incredible. He says, no, that life is built on this panimi versus Khitsoni mm-hmm. dialectic. this This divide. This divide. He says, Remember again, the fundamental distinction. You could amass your eponymus in the matter of a moment. Chizonius is always going to take time. I just want to read this last part. He says, Torah And we'll say, watch this. Watch this. Ki Rabbeinu arizal es talmido chavivo, rabi chayim vital, bemeshech shana v'asara chadshim bilvad the Arizal taught his Talmud Mufakr <laughs> of Chaim Vital Kala Torah Kula, in one year and ten months. One year and ten months, the Arizal taught her <laughs> of Chaim Bital, Kala Torah Kula. So we we'll say, how is that possible? Uzman Am I don't understand, how can you go ahead and teach someone Kala Torah Kula in one year and ten months? How, how, how is that possible? How is that possible? And they will say, you know, they say about Reb Chaim, he made a Sima Torah every year. Understand, Reb Chaim was able to make a Sima Torah every year. He wasn't doing that since he was five years old. Right? I don't know what age he started doing it at, but it takes a number of years to make it to that point where you could finish Kolat. So how is it that the Arizal is teaching Reb Chaim Vital Kala Torah Kula in one year and ten months? Wow., there are two ways that you can learn Torah also. There are two ways you can learn Torah. You could learn Torah with Gisonius, or you could learn Torah with Penimius. You could learn Torah with your mind and with your intellect and with your emotions. Or you could learn Torah with your neshama. I will say two dramatically different experiences. Remember, again, I quoted a number of—I don't remember how long ago it was. Rabbi Nachman, it's a little chazara. Rabbi Nachman says, "What happens if you get to a sugya in Gemara that you don't understand? What should you do? What does it ever say? Move on. Move on. It doesn't mean you, you shouldn't try to figure. Try to figure it out, but don't, but don't spend a week on it. Don't spend a week on it. Move on." Move on. The Rebbe says, you will understand it the next time around. Right? Rabbi Nachman mm-hmm. also pretty often as well. He'll understand it the next time around. And when we hear that, sometimes for many of us, it almost seems like an offensive thing to say. A person has like, a person went to yeshiva. Right? Learning is all about plugging away and, and toiling. Ameilus patorah, trying to figure it out. So how could it be that Lameis again, I just move on? So what the Rebbe was trying to teach us was, well, how do you learn Torah? Do you learn Torah with your mind? or do learn Torah with your neshama. See, if I learn Torah with my mind, then everything has to make sense. If I learn Torah with my neshama, then ultimately again, even that which doesn't make sense to my mind, (coughs) makes absolute sense to my neshama. So says the Chaban something amazing. You know how you could cover Kala Torah Kula in one year and ten months? If you're not learning Torah Chitzoni, but you're learning Torah Pinimi. If you're learning Torah with your neshama, Neshama panimius is l'mala min azman. It's above zman. It's above zman. You could accomplish anything and everything in a very short amount of time. Versus if you're learning Torah with your mind. I, must say, I, I want to be clear. The Chaman is not telling us that we should learn Torah with our mind. What he's just pointing out, and by the way, we're also not <coughs> the chaim vital or the arizal, right? Learn Torah with our and we sh- we shall sh- plug away. We should plug away at things. But lemaisa, what he's trying to highlight is a dynamic, is a distinction between panimius and between Chitsonius. He goes on. He says, "Ubizman katzar elo shahaya Bisoda kirak tamido ne'aman beso has so the Chalban goes on. I'm both saying, let me just tie this back to the Leel Hasidr because we're almost, we're almost out of time. But ha- how does the Chaban tie this back? To the, to the Le'el HaSeder. So he explains, again, I'll tell you this outside, actually skip to the last page, page Chaf Beis. It's not, it's the last page, I thought we were going to get through two essays tonight, two pieces, but okay. Let's say take a look at the last paragraph on page Chav Beis. Bihinei Nabi Mikoza. So we'll supposed remember again, how did the Chaban start? Right, what was the Kasha? What was the Kasha? Remember, what was the Kasha? Was right? The seder, for, for, the, the seder is a couple of hours. Seder is a couple of hours. How could an event... That spans a couple of hours have an impact on the year, right? It's a tipa sheba tipos. It's nothing. It's nothing. How could it have an impact? I will say, look at the last paragraph of page Chavbeis. We he ne'novin mikolzos at kam sugal hulel haseder bedoros senu shanu kvar mamish biitzumo shel talich I will say this is a little bit of a tie back to Akitzu V'ranenu. We're living in the times of Gula already. Ubarach Hashem shabonu laartsenu. We have come back to Eretz Yisrael. And like the Navi says, how do you know when Mashiach is coming? Mm-hmm. No, so was when the land begins to produce fruit, does the land produce fruit? Baruch Hashem, not only does the land produce fruit, but Erit Yisrael exports fruit. I was like, do you know what a Nais Nigla that is? That Erit Yisrael exports fruit. I was like, do you know what a Nais Nigla it is? that Eretz Israel has award-winning wineries. Hey, that's why, again, it's imparting a Makbed, no one needs to drink any wine other than Eretz Israel wine. Right? it's just, there's so much good wine in Eretz Israel. And, and, and again, Mamish, when you drink it, you're drinking Geula. You're Mamish drinking Guula. The, the land is alive. The land is alive. Mm. So the Chaban says, we're in the times of Geula. And Torah is alive. And Torah is strong. And ultimately, again, say even the panemius of Torah, going back to Akit Sivran, even the panemius of Torah, the more esoteric parts of Torah, which often were not studied, are now studied more often, hine barak naskil now, with this, we're going to conclude. I want to tell you the power of the Seder night. And I just want to tell you, this, if, if you came tonight looking for a good vart to say it to Seder, this is not it. <laughs> All right, this is not it. This isn't a vart. This isn't a vart. This is life. This is life. The Chalban says, when I sit down at the Seder, what's my Kavona? My Kavona is, I want to change my penimius. I want a lightning bolt of divine energy to surge through my Neshama. That's what I want tonight. That's what I want. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to remember all that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us. And I'm going to remember that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim. And then like we saw in the first piece, and I'm going to find the courage to confront my own Mitzrayim, to confront the things that are holding me back, to confront my faults, to confront my shortcomings, to confront those things that are misfiring instead of, inside of me. And I'm going to go free tonight also. I'm going free. I sit at the Seder. You know, isn't it an amazing thing? We sit at the Seder and we have beautiful wine and beautiful tablecloth and beautiful this and all the wonderful things. And right, we have all the trappings of a Ben Chorin. All the trappings, nice. Pillow, everything's fantastic. There, and and the, the dining room looks like a perfect picture of freedom. And what's the great irony? There's only one thing in my dining room that's not free. And you know what it is? It's me. It's me. It's me. Everything else looks like Khairus, everything else looks like freedom. The only thing that's still enslaved, the only thing that's still in Mitzrayim is me. And my avoda over the Seder night is, as we said before, to leave my own Mitzrayim. And Abbas says to the Chaban, when you find the courage to leave your Mitzrayim, and you find the courage to ask Akhadish Baruchu to wake up you in the Shema out of sleep mode, there's an instantaneous, internal, cathartic, comprehensive change which occurs. And all of that happens over the couple of hours of the Seder night. And I will say, if I'm able to experience that change in my panemius on Seder night, that impacts the rest of the year. Because remember again, what fuels the chitzonius? What fuels the chitzonius? It's is the panemius. Panemius, right? It's like the slow drip candle, right? the slow drip oil. right? So that the receptacle, would dwell, that's my panemius. And then everything else feeds the chitzonius. If I could fill up my panemias on Pesach night, if I could leave my Mitzrayim, if I could say, olam, I want my Neshama to be illuminated with a lightning bolt from you, and I could affect that internal instantaneous change, then a couple of hours of the Seder have a dramatic effect on the entire year. i will say, that says the Chaban, is the power of the Le'el HaSeder. It offers us a platform. For pinemiastic a change. For really changing who we are on the inside. The lightning bolt of energy. And it's that energy that then can fuel us over the rest of the year. Listen, I think sometimes that we'll sing a we'll sing a, we'll sing a song, but I think that sometimes the, the challenge that we often encounter when we come to the Seder is first of all, often we're tired. We're tired. So like it's 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 sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. It's also like you know, we feel like this pressure to get through the Haggadah, right? As, as if the mitzvah is to get through the Haggadah. And we forget the fact that the mitzvah is actually not to get through the Haggadah. The Haggadah is just a vehicle. right? I always tell people, if you don't open up the Haggadah the entire night, you can still be able say everything. I mean, you have to know the brachas, you have to know what you have to say. But l-maysa, but LaMaisa, we forget that sometimes the most important part of the Seder is just closing my eyes, saying, a Baruch Hu, I'm ready to leave my Mitzrayim. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I'm also ready to experience that internal change. And if we could harness that energy on the Lela HaSeder, then that is enough energy to sustain us and to fuel us for the entire year. So we should be Zorch HaMir Hashem. And as we sit down at the Seder this year, first of all, like I said, I don't know that the Chalban lends itself to being set over at the table. And I don't know. Maybe maybe it depends if you have a Hilux Seder. I mean, you could do it. I, mean, I don't know if it... But what I would tell you is take the sheet, keep it in your Hagod, and over the course of the Seder, reference it. Because if we could tap into the Chaban's holy words, then in merit Hashem, not only is there no telling what we could accomplish in the Laleh Seder, but there's no telling what we could accomplish in the year to come as well. Believe me, though.
1: No hey, hey, hey. I am Son Howard. Exactly.
0: You know, we, you can, t- we can figure what it out have later. Out. Okay. Are you get that Tom out tomorrow? So, Sean? <laughs> you see, we have Tom out tomorrow. What you, uh, tom tom out? Know, are do we do? have it? Smoke, him? smoke something. Yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> we've I think got 13 uh, hours. It takes 12 uh, hours. So, you do do a like a do brisket. have like a brisket? Oh, oh my gosh, oh, my gosh what do you have? It doesn't have to be brisket. It's all right. what says doesn't have to be this. We're used to having just a cholin. I mean, a Kugel, I mean. So, anything about that. It's like a fatty object. You know
1: you what? Know, you, know, you know what? The funny thing is, we got to get together because I'm happy to do my time is free always how you not busy at all. <laughs>